When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Well, met fellow adventurers. So, I'm visiting the wooing city of Tarn. Which is a wee playable dungeon, so... Every time you clear it out, wait a few hours, and and the monsters will come back. But unlike unlike the we some we playables like Axe Pass Cemetery, there's an ongoing story that you reveal by go through, going through it a few, about a dozen or so times, and more things are unlocked. And there's quite some quite nice, quite nice rewards also that you can you can unlock for completing the one-time content as well as the replayable stuff. Right, so here's the description from the summit of the barren slope, the eastern end of the deep rocky vale that delves beneath two of the northernmost spurs of the mighty Fedoran Range. You stare down at the shattered remains of Tarn, the legendary city of sorceress. Over the centuries since its abandonment, following the uprising, thing that cast the Tarn herd from power, the city has succumbed to decay and into ruin. Succumbed to decay and fallen into ruin. Its once grand boulevards allow little more than wobble-choked passages that meander through a perilous maze of toppled monuments and crumbling buildings. Those time and purpose have long since been forgotten. Long indeed is the list of illustrious inventors who have ventured into the ruined city, never to return. Well, I want to be on the list of inventors that entered the city, but I don't want to be on the list of the ones that never return, because I plan to return. Near, nearby, tucked in a broad outgrowing of rock, is a small, sheltered hollow. Jim's note. The ruined city of Tarn is a special scaled scenario that can be played more than one. The object is to investigate the ruins and clear them of the danger that lurks within. 
I'm about. It's still not too late to turn back and look for a nice, cosy tavern instead. So there's a link about Tarn. This will remain standing in the once glorious city of sorceresses, nestled between two of the northernmost spurs of the mighty Thedorin range, the foot of a dark and deep mountain lake in the south, in the northwestern corner of Tysa. When the supreme leader of the city-state, Tarnhern, was overthrown by his magic-wielding subjects, the city quickly descended into chaos and ruin. Within a few decades of the uprising, the city of Tarn was abandoned, left to the ravages of a wild region. The wild region surrounded it, and, and the wild things that sought refuge within its crumbling walls. It has been over a thousand years since the last of the great sorceresses left Tarn, and that time the ruined city has become a place where few dare to tread. It is believed that the secrets of the Tarnherd and those of his greatest disciples are buried beneath the ruins, awaiting discovery, before they are lost and condemned forever remain myth and legend. The gates of, T of Tarn, through which any who seek to explore the ruined city, must pass still sand, long ago imbued with powerful magic, they remain a formidable barrier that only the very mighty should attempt to open. It's believed that the ruins are home to a wicked assortment of cruel beasts, some who have wandered into the shattered city, chosen a lair, and others strategically left behind by the departing sorceresses, guardians of the secrets hidden in the depths of the ruins. The plentiful and foul Tarnuat was named after the city, due to the prolific number of the giant rodents that were found throughout the ruins. If you should find your way to Tarn, please be careful. Also, the Tarn Hearn. The Tarn Hearn was the name given to the sorceress who ruled the long-ruined city-state of Tarn. A sudden and violent uprising that resulted in the death, death of the Tarn Hearn at the hands of his own disciples is long to have believed been the catalyst of a series of events that resulted in the abandonment and subsequent ruin of the city. So, time to enter this city. As you make your way down into the vale and soon find yourself standing at a crumbling stone arch beneath which stood the mighty gates of Tarn. Looking through the arch to the west, your eyes follow a rubble-strewn thoroughfare that passes through the very heart of the ruined city. Step beneath the arch and enter the city. You stand just inside the crumbling stone arch that once housed the mighty gates of Tarn. A wild thoroughfare, choked with piles of rubble and debris, proceeds west from here into the very heart of the ancient city. Ruin and decay have long since claimed the, the once grand city of sorceresses. Sorcerers. Okay, to the south, you stand amidst piles of debris on a wobblestone seat street in the eastern section of the ruined city. Yes, because as you're exploring, the gu the guide tells you what quadrant of the city you're in. Because it's just that big that you need that. 
To the south stands a crumbling building you've not yet cleared. So there's 17 buildings in the city. And you... Admittedly, you don't have to clear any of them to to finish the dungeon, but you probably should because you get a reward for doing so. The moment you step into the crumbling remains of the building, you realise you're not alone. A group of five glowing trijaws have made this their lair in this decaying structure, and they don't appear to take kindly to your sudden intrusion. The first of the glowing trijaws closes in on you. Right, fighting a trijaw. Yeah, so that that that's how each each of these works like that. I've got some experience from that one, and another seven experience. They're scale. All the combats are scaled, so they'll pose a some threat to everyone, and provide more experience. As you level up. Because the experience you get now. Depends on how strong the monster is. And if they're scaled. The monsters get stronger. And you get stronger. So. so that's pretty nice. And 32 experience for general. From finishing. From clearing that. Clearing that one out. Well from battle. But how to have last cleared the decaying structure of its foul host. You check over your equipment and take a few moments to catch your breath. When you sufficiently recover from the battle, you make a quick search of the ruined building and discover the following. Some loot. Yeah, you get a bit of loot after finishing, after clearing each of the buildings. So, there's four stone eaters in this one. And that's, that's how it goes. Three stone eaters. Yep. And stone eaters, which we encountered previously on Sangard Island. Yes, but we... That's when Homoraka was... has hunted one of them. And if we played things slightly differently, we'd have fought them. Or so I've heard. 32 experience and some loot for clearing that one out. Okay, there's buildings buildings to the north and south. Here's a giant tarn rat in tarn. Yes, as you would expect. Yes, they're all glowing here, so there's probably some sort of weird magic that... That the sorceress, sorceress is cast on the city somehow, which just attracts attracts things to guard their residences by just randomly attracting whatever, and then imbuing them with magical powers to fight off the opponents, or something like that. Okay, take a bit more loot. Yes, in this one you might get so much loot that you have to leave and sell it. But it won't reset, so you can you can do that. 
Okay, another building to the south, Armoured Skeleton. Now this is a scaled on dead, so I'm going to equip Tiara's staff, which will make this easy peasy. There's a lot of undead here, so if you're going here, you want either the Quen Blade, Jawa's Staff, or any other weapon with a bonus against the undead. Makes them a lot easier. And it helps. And let's see what's coming up. Going to the western part of the city now. There's standing in the centre of a debris-filled quadrangle is a large, ornate fountain. The masterfully crafted, light carved likeness of a winged dragons and crescent moons adorn the sides of the fountain's broad and deep basin. Rising out of the middle of the dry basin is a tall sprout, fashioned into the form of a curved serpent's neck. It's obvious that one time... Serpent water must have flowed out from the serpent's open moor. And it will again. Just gotta... Okay, here comes the Haligrom. Your, expo your exploration of the debris-strewn street is brought to a abrupt halt by this sudden appearance of a towering Haligrom, the entrance to a nearby building. The fearsome magical guardian promptly starts towards you. Its ironclad fist poised to deliver you a crushing blow. There's a link for Halagrons. Hal the Halgrims. Hal These massive beings, made out of varying amounts of flesh, stone, wood, and iron, serve as the guardians of the ruined city of Tarn. The Halagrom were left behind by the last of the departing sorceresses. Sorcerers who left who abandoned Tarn have assumed the eternal task of guarding the shattered city. It's believed that the main role of the Hargrim is to ward off adventurers and treasure seekers from plundering the secrets left hidden within the depths of the ruined city. Oh, well, look, look, that's what I'm planning to do, so obviously it's trying to fight me. Hold my ground and embrace the Harlequin. The massive armor-plated being, its grim face a mix of flesh, stone, and iron, stomps towards you, raising its broad fist as it prepares to deal you a single decisive blow. I'd like to see someone try to draw one of these. Yep, maybe you could put put that as an entry for the for the fan work contest. Just these. Crazy Frankensteinian mishmash abomination things. Alright, they are slain. 24 experience. The mighty defender of the city of sorceresses is no more. You step back from the battered remains of the slain Hargrim and attempt to catch your breath, staring down at the unmoving body of the massive being. You can easily understand why it is that few adventurers and treasure seekers. Dare to venture into the ruined city. After adjusting your equipment and making certain no more Hologram are anywhere nearby, you once again set off along the streets. So there's a building to the west. There's some dragon beetles in it. I'll just bash them. They're pretty tough. Dragon beetle wars as it surges forward and attacks. Alright, three left. Yeah, that, yeah, 
it, that's just how it works. You just gotta plow through them. This gets a lot easier when you have a certain item called the Quickstone, which allows you to auto do auto combats. Of course, you can't use magic when you're auto combating, but when it's something where your victory is only a matter of time. It comes in handy a lot, especially if you're going to be fighting hundreds of the buggers. Yeah, that's the glow. That's the dragon beetles beat. Thirty-two XP, bit of gold, some loot that wasn't worth taking. To the west once more is another building. Another four dragon beetles. Hmm. Is the city in a mood? Is is the is the is the city of Tarn inordinately fond of beetles? Because I mean, beetles are cool, so I'd understand that. Yeah, you probably most want to fight the undead because you've got a weapon that works against them. Of course, it doesn't matter as much when you've got. Got the quick stone, which admittedly I could buy right now, but I kind of want to get the two big ticket AT purchases at the same time. Those are the quick stone and the residence. Those are more. Those are my long term goals. The quick stone is two hundred eighties. And the residence is is a hundred and twenty five eighties. So I'm saving up money so I can buy them both at once. Because well, they're very powerful, and there are several quests that are behind having both of them. Well, it's another hologram. I'll just use my sewing elemental that boosts my MR, making this a lot easier to fight. Yeah, yeah stuff, stuff like that. It really helps with the scale combats. The abilities that boost your MR. Also, when it's summon elemental, there's summon, summon skeletons, summon some sort of gated beast. Various skills. Try them all out. Tried all the powers. The mighty defend 24 XP. The mighty defender of the city of sorceresses is no more. You step back from the battered remains of the slain Hargrom and attempt to catch your breath. Staring down at the unmoving body of the massive being, you can easily understand why it is that few adventurers and treasure seekers dare to venture into the ruined city. After adjusting your equipment, making certain no more Hargrom are anywhere nearby, once again, set off on your set off on your way. All right, exploration status. You can. This is something you can look at, which can just tell you where to look for buildings. Okay, clearing out the buildings isn't isn't how you can finish this. It's just how you boost your reward. So you you could probably, in fact, you could. Go through Tarn and finish it off without clearing out any of the buildings. But then your reward would be tiny and you would, wouldn't get any of the loot. 
So 32 XP, bit of gold. Okay, to the west is a tall building. This is tall stone and timber building. Now this is one is a building you have to go in. As you step into the crumbling structure, you're greeted by a loud groan and the sound of heavy footfalls. You turn towards the sound and your pulse quickens as your eyes form fall upon a towering hologram. Move Halgoin moving in your direction. The mighty guardian of the ancient city, a massive armour plated being of wood, flesh, iron and stone, is swiftly bearing down on you. Hold your ground and face it. I will um, summon someone dead to help me. I've got a ghoul helping out right now. Summon more undead. Now it's a ghast. I am a ghast that it is not yet dead. And take that and slain. Yeah, there's a Ooh, 8 XP to necromancy. 16 XP to general. The mighty defender of the city of sorcerers is no more. You quickly step back from the battered remains of the slain Hargrim and attempt to catch your breath. Staring down at the unmoving body of the massive being, you can easily understand why it is that few adventurers and treasure seekers dare to venture into the ruined city. Make a quick search of the building and near to the remains of the slain Hargrim, Discover a small, oddly angled copper key. The strange key bears a set of sharp, triangular teeth. Realising immediately that the item may prove to be of importance, you pick it up and decide to take it with you. With the copper key now safely in your possession, you prepare to once again resume your exploration of the city. Angle copper key. Discover this angle copper key with it, with the teeth. The teeth of which are triangular while searching one of the Tarn's ruined buildings, defeating one of the city's mighty Halagrom guardians. Yeah, those are the items that those are the th you've got to get three of those angle copper keys. Those are key. You can't you cannot you cannot finish a one of Tarn without getting those three keys. Now, obviously, as the keys, they're going to unlock something, but I'll show you what that is later. Your exploration of the crumbling Bubalard comes to an abrupt halt. She catches sight of a large, black-winged creature moving through the piles of debris up ahead. The winged, two-legged being is bent over, as if searching for something in the rubble. Suddenly, the creature turns towards you revealing a horribly mutilated grey-skinned face. A single bulbous yellow eye protrudes from the centre of the creature's forehead, below which, below which is a gaping fang-filled boar. A swift and startling transformation comes over the being's face as it rapidly changes to assume the likeness of a beautiful, dark-haired woman. The black bit... The black-winged woman bears her fangs and hisses loudly, as if warning you not to approach. What does divination say? <coughs> you sense the black-winged woman is, extremely power is an extremely powerful being, not of this world. 
feel in great danger as long as you remain in her presence. Attempt to approach the strange being. As you begin a cautious approach, keeping your eyes fixed on black-winged beings, you draw to within 15 yards. However, the winged woman rises to her full height of nearly 7 feet and spreads out her broad, levelly wings. With a vicious snarl, she lowers her chilling gaze to meet your horrified stare. You immediately sense an attack is imminent. Then I will attack this black-winged being. You leap forward, hoping that the speed and subtleness of your attack will give you at least a momentary advantage. Ooh, it's a demon, so I will use the demon scourge. The black-winged being reacts swiftly, however, however, taking to the air with starsent geese before soaring down at you from above. Claude hangs outstretched as he prepares to tear flesh from your bone. As the black-winged demoness rapidly descends, you feel icy fingers clawing at the edge of your psyche. Due to the speed of your deadly-winged foe, there is no chance of flight from this combat. Black-winged demoness. The demon scourge helps out, giving me 40 extra MR versus this enemy. The black-winged creature snarls as she tears at you with her deadly claws. Your head feels it's about to explode as your mind is assailed by the enemy's potent psychic and psionic attack for 19 damage. With the demon scourge... What's it? More psionic attacks? That's no fair. Stop with the psionic attacks. I'm going to have to heal myself a bit. Yes, even with the demon scourge. It's a toughie. Yes, okay. The black-winged creature snarls as she tears at you with her deadly claws. And she is slain. 266 combat experience. And 1,024 experience to general. A shrill, piercing cry erupts from the demoness's fanged mouth. She collapses into the ground at your feet. Her black wings promptly disintegrate into a thick layer of ash, and her body dissolves into a bloody, sticky puddle of dark ooze. As you stand staring down at swift transformation that's come over her lifeless form, you spot something lying nearby. Resting on the ground at the edge of the dark puzzle of ooze is a black stone wing. Despite your curiosity, you do not immediately pick up the object, well aware of the dangers that's often inherent, taking possession of items belonging to powerful entities like demons. So I can use divination, arcania, or lore to see if this wing will immediately kill me or something. I'll use lore. Recalling several passages you discovered, you discovered several months back in an old text you were pursuing. You become convinced there is something sinister about the wing. Alright, sinister, but nothing about it killing me immediately, so I'll pick it up. 16 XP to law. Reach down and pick up the black stone wing. You quickly study the wing, but able to determine anything definitive about it. You're not certain it would be wise to wear it. 
A dark puzzle of ooze that marks where the black black winged demoness fell so dissolves into nothing more than a thin film. Nothing more than a thin film of grey is left behind. When at last no discernible trace of the demoness remains, you'll set off to resume your exploration of the ruined city. So that's an unidentified item. Identified wing, current description. This is the stone wing you found after defeating the black wing demoness in the ruins of Tarn. Right, there's something to the south. Approach a towering statue of the Tarn Hearn stands at the edge of the rubble strewn steep. The statue's face bears a kindly, kindly benevolent sort of look. They are surprised to find the monument appears largely untouched by the ruin and decay. It affects the west of the ancient city. Approach the statue. As you approach the statue, its head swivels slightly onto action. Its frozen gaze comes to west, squarely on you. The statue's base still bears the same kind of book. For behind the facade of benevolence, you detect something more sinister. At the base of the statue, on the side of its left foot, you spot a small square impression. Set into the centre of the impression is a small square of hammered copper. Looks as though you may be able, might be able to remove it. Then I will. With the power of shadow magic. Succeeded. 16 XP to shadow magic. You channel your power of shadow magic. And almost at once your head fills with a chorus of shrill whispers. Slowly, two writhing lengths of gloom separate from the statue. Whose own shadow and sliver into the small impression, only to draw moments later, bearing the small metal square. Eight XP to general and a copper square. These are important. You retrieve the small square of copper from an impression at the foot of a towering statue of the Tarnherd. You stare down at the small square of hammered copper resting in the palm of your hand, wonder what purpose it might have served in the input. In the impression at the base of the statue, after carefully stashing it away amongst your belongings, prepare once again to set off on your exploration of the ruined city. Oh yeah, going south. Right, something's coming up to the to the west. You see a three-tiered stone building. What could that be? The moment you step into you step into the remains of the three. The tri-tiered buildings lower level. Your eyes are drawn to four men in the centre of the broad, debris-filled chamber. The four men, with their backs turned to you, are busy studying a large stone wheel that wires horizontally across the top of the stone pedestal that stirs at its base. Suddenly, one of the men, a young man with a wild mane of golden hair, turns and spots you. He shouts a warning to his companions, and the eyes of all four are quickly upon you. Before you could even attempt to communicate with me, one of them, a grey-haired man with a short cropped silver beard, mutters something, and the entire chamber swiftly fills with thick black smoke. You instinctively cover your eyes and mouth in an attempt to fend off the noxious vapour. matter of seconds, the smoke is dissipated. In its wake, you're stung to find no sign of the four men. To taking a, taking a peek outside the building, finding the lane empty, you step back into the structure, curious about what the four men were up to there. 
Now that's enough. That's that's one of the things you can only encounter one time in when you're exploring Tarn, just like that demoness. You only get to kill her once, because apparently whatever sent her learns better. <laughs> you're standing in in the shattered debris filled lower level of a crumbling tide tri-tiered building. In the centre of the broad rubble choke chamber stands a pedestal, atop which rests a heavy stone wheel, examining the large stone wheel. Large patterns of intricate symbols have been carved into the smooth surface of the stone wheel. The back of the pedestal, attached to the underside of the wheel, is a complex web of copper gearing. It is certain that the gears must produce some functions, once they are set into motion by the spinning of the heavy wheel. In the midst of the gears at the back of the pedestal is a sizable empty spot. A copper spindle thrusts up through the void in mechanical web, leaving you to believe one of the gears is missing. You are not certain if the wheel will spin with one of its gears, but attempt to spin the wheel anyway. Despite several heroic efforts, the wheel refuses to budge. Alright, step back, step out. So, so apparent, I've got to find that gear. Okay, so I'm going to the... As you step past along this section of Broad Lane, you're taken back about by the sudden appearance of a glowing, phantasmal figure standing at the western edge of the street. The head of, a ro- of the woe phantasmal figure is slumped forward, resting against its chest. A pale blue glow envelops the eerie figure. Approach the phantasmal figure. As you approach the phantasmal figure, its head rises off its chest, feeling the somewhat blurred face of a bearded man. The image of the woed man suddenly fades, almost completely, only to brighten a few moments later. Though he is looking in your direction, the eyes of the ghostly man are not focused on you. You sense that this apparition is nothing more than a conjured image. The city is lost, says the phantasmal image of the woed man in a low, rasping voice. The tarn hern has escaped his imprisonment. He woes beneath these streets, possessed with we get possessed with regaining regain control that which he cannot hope to acquire. His every step is driven by the desire for vengeance. The ghostly spectre of the man falls silent, and you realise, as before, that his eyes are not focused on you. It seemed that this apparition was left behind long ago to serve as a warning to those who might find their way to Tarn. Only a small number of us are left to resist him, says the image, continuing. We are fleeing over the mountains, where we pray we will find safety, far removed from his terrible wrath. His magic is darker now than ever before. He is aided by entities not of this world. It is believed that the shadowy hands of such entities now guide his actions. Now guide his hands. Hands which once united our grand brotherhood. The image of the world's man falls silent and his head blows onto his chin once again. To his chin once again rests against his chest. Okay, so yeah, that that's that, that says the same thing every time. Oh, oh, I'm in the northern section, and there's something to the south. 
it's more of those robes, some robe skeletons. Just going to equip Tiara's staff to bring those down. Lowering it from a plus, plus nine to a plus seven. Making it from a almost equal amount of damage exchanges to... I do about twice as much. Alright, three left now. It's another... Oh, something's happened here. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think I clicked too much and just didn't register. Alright, anyway, there's only one left now. And slain. No more of them. It's a hide helm. 32 experience, 8 gold. Alright, a bit more healing. There's something to the south. Another one of those chambers. Ooh, it's stone elementals this time. Yeah, these are some of the tougher ones because you can't... There's no weapon you can use that gives you bonus... Gives you a bonus against elementals. And they have a lot of HP. But not so hard though. Easy enough. Alright, they're halfway down. Well, I'll just use. I'll just summon some undead to help me out. Just give me a little boost. And two left. Summon another undead. Alright, and one more. Summon some more undead. Summon more undead. Help me out. The, abys the abysmal ghast helped me out. You step back from the remains of your foe, thankful to have survived the brutal contest. They're all down. And I get to loot some stuff. 32 XP. Okay. Now there's... I've cleared nine of the buildings now that's there's 17 of them and they're all left at the bottom the south end towering statues of the north it's a, it's the same as the previous big statue approach the statue use telekinesis to get to get the small hammered square out this time you call upon your power of telekinesis and focuses on the small square of hammered copper set into an impression at the base of the statue. With minimal difficulty, you manage to use your mastery of telekinesis to draw the small metal square out of the impression without ever touching the statue. So it's the copper square, the two of them. And I've got to get three of them. You stare down at the small square coppers. Square of hammered copper westing in the palm of your hand. I wonder what purpose it might have served an impression at the base of the statue. After carefully sashing it away amongst your belongings, you prepare to once again set off on your exploration of the ruined city. Okay, going to go south. There's something turning up. 
something turning up to the south, just just two north of the entrance. Alright. It's a wide a wide stone brimmed hole sits on the eastern edge of the this section of, of the Debrishun Avenue. Passing out of the ground behind an arc in holding the arc, with its mouth positioned to spill into dark opening is a wide copper pipe. Pipe a thick plate, also copper, has been affixed to the top of the pipe's arc. The pipe appears to have one time emptied whatever flowed through it into the hole. Examine the copper plate affixed to the pipe. Three small square impressions are set into the copper plate affixed to the top of the pipe. I don't have them yet. Okay, so I've got to get myself a third a third of those squares. But first, I'm going to enter the hollow, west up, and restore all my stuff. Enter the ruined city, and yep, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty easy to restore yourself here. I mean, if you're really desperate, you could, you could restore yourself after every building. South... It's a large square building. The moment you step into the shattered, crumbling remains of what appears to have been a grand library, your eyes are drawn to a host of large creatures scurrying over and around the scattered pile of debris. As two of the creatures pass through the edge of your pool of light, half I discover they are massive stone-backed spiders. Suddenly, one of the larger spiders looms out of the shadows just in front of you begins a swift and aggressive approach. The bear-sized venomous spider will be upon you in mere seconds. Hold your ground and face the massive spider. Giant stoneback spider rears up on its hind legs as it prepares to strike. I'm going to summon some undead to help me out. And they are. They're helping out. The spider rears up on its hind leg as it prepares to deliver you a nasty bite. And is slain. 40 XP. The hideous giant spider collapses onto the debris strewn floor, the crumbling building, and expires. Its long, thick legs twitch for several moments before becoming still. Despite your victory, you don't yet feel at ease here. You can hear things unseen moving about from somewhere deeper within the structure which causes you to wonder if perhaps any of the spider's brethren might soon return. Okay. So here's where I thought the spider examined the chest. I've got to find three oddly shaped keys, and I've only got one of them so far, so that's no good. Okay, I enter into a building, a hologram appears, face the mighty guardian. Alright, uh, yep. The mighty guardian of the ruined city swipes at you with its iron-clad fists, but it is slain. Because I used magic to boost my, boost my MR, making it a doddle. It's no more. And uh, yep, it's no more. Another angled key has been acquired. 
Okay, now I just gotta find one more. One more angled key. And one more of those square one more of those little square impressions. Right now I'm in the south bit and between two between two where two circles overlap is another question mark. At the northern edge of this section of the concourse stands a tall stone arch. The arch appears to have at one time been part of the entrance to what must have been a grand building. However, only a mountain of rubble, out of which pokes the end of ancient timber, timbers, rises up behind the oak, behind the arch now. Step forward and examine the stone arch. Standing directly beneath the arch, you make careful examination of the intricate arcane symbols carved into its weathered surface. The symbols are grouped to form a myriad of complex patterns. The patterns created by the symbols are puzzling, but you believe that if you were to decipher the proper sequence which to pass your hand over them, you might be able to invoke any magic contained within the arch. Attempt to decipher the code. Calling upon your arcade knowledge, you attempt to decipher the complex code to allow you to activate the magic contained within the stone arch. So bonus for 38, 18 from Arcania, 10 from Mind, 10 from Aura, got to get 100 or more, so I, I, the odds are on me failing, but you never know, pick now, 79, failure, despite your best efforts, and, and more attempts than you care to admit, you are unable to decipher the code presented by the group symbols. Think perhaps you will return and try again at some other point. Having already failed at your attempt to decipher the code, you need to wait until next time through the ruins to try again. So yeah, that's I mean, some people save quick with save it in the hollow where you can heal. And quit without saving if they fail that so that so that they can get so they can start so they can get get that what the rewards you get for deciphering that from the very first one i'm not particularly concerned about that i mean i'm going to be going back to this city anyway so i might as well might as well spread some of the rewards around other ones, you know, just to spice it up a bit. You freeze in mid-step while skirting around a pile of rubble in the middle of the street, moving towards you, swaying and staggering with each of its long strides, is a towering hargrim, one of the magical guardians left behind. Left behind by the long-departed source to protect the creature. The mighty... Creature, a fearsome armor-rated being of wood, flesh, iron, and stone, slowly advance upon you. Engage the staggering Hargrim. You bravely hold your ground as the staggering Hargrim steadily advances. Alright, summon more undead to make it easy. It's a ghast, it's helping me out. And it is slain. You probably use less magic 
if you do it that way, then the magic you'll do to heal yourself if you did it the other way. So you step over the unmoving remains of the slain harbour. Thankful the deadly guardian, the ancient city will not rise again. So taking a few moments to check over equipment, you once again set off on your exploration of Tarn. Okay, there's I'm in the southwest corner and going somewhere. The place to the north and the place to the west. What's to the north? It's slivering menaces. I'll just take those down. They wear up and attack. Uh, yep, yep, yep. You just gotta plow through these, through these buildings, because the more the more of them you clear out, the bigger your reward when you finally when you finish this one futon. And you might as well get all of them. 32 XP. And you get that 32 XP as well. And some loot. Which is... Okay, to the west, the circular building. What's here? It's another Hargrim. Hargrim. Alright, face it. Some more undead to make it easy peasy. And it is slain. Alright, 8 XP to Necromancy, 16 XP to General. The, the XP to Necromancy is a combat experience. You know, if you use the different skills or powers, you'd have got it to different things. 16 XP to General, and 32 XP to General for finishing off all three of these Hargrams. And now, another Angle Copper Key which I will use in that building where there was the big spider. Okay. Just a bit more left. Yes, there's... Yes, everything's... All, all the other buildings in the southwest corner. Oh, it's a towering Tarnhill statue, which means it's square impression time. I'll use Shadow Magic, 16 XP to that. So you'll get more XP if you use Shadow Magic, but it's only 8, so it's not really worth considering that much. I get the third copper square, so I'll be able to put that on the pipe place. Go south. There's two... There's two of those built, those clearable buildings here. Oh, it's a hideous ghoul. I'll just use Chiara's staff to plough through those, no problem at all. Alright, yep, another hideous ghoul. Yeah, it's a lot easier when you're fighting undead because you can use the staff. And there are several different types of undead, so you definitely want to have have an undead bonus weapon against you. With you. Against them. Alright, next building in the southeast corner. It's a trizor. 
some sort of type of insect. And let's keep going. Another try jaw. And another try jaw. And that's those done. Loot a bit. 32 XP. Okay, number five. So the five remaining. The five remaining buildings are all in a row. In the southeast corner, but just the second street up from the bot from the south end. And then they're all in a row, so here's one of them. Armoured Scavenger, that's, that's easy, even though it's you don't get a bonus. I think it may well be the one of the weakest things that these things attract. Are infested by. Generate. Where, these, where all these things come from isn't exactly explained but I mean this is wizards with this is sorceresses we're talking about they often go a bit cuckoo bananas and do and do very silly things like try to take over the kingdom um or mess around with bugs It's all somehow, you know, somehow uh, engaged in a civil war with magical stuff and, and entities from beyond, and always, always trying to summon entities from beyond the world. And the thing is, entities from beyond the world have never come round to share these cookies that they've just made. Yes, yes, no one try no one op no one no one opens the portal to the Neville Realm to the Neville Realm of cookie of of cookie baking octopus creatures. Nope, it's always it's always hideous abominations that kill everything. Alright. Oh, it's a slivering menace once more. That's what's in this building. Only two left. Down they go. But away choked out with that one. And there we are. And slain. Alright. And... Some stuff. I think I'll loot and continue. Something to the south. It's a staggering corpse. Well, you think you can just stagger in my direction? Well, you'll be a, a slumping corpse soon enough, and then a finally rotting corpse. Uh, I, I presume the magic that will regenerate these it deals with the body somehow. 
Because this way, everything will reset. And soon enough, all these buildings will be filled with monsters yet again. Once you finish time. So three hour reset. Ooh, Stone Eater. Now, I don't, don't know why would, Stone Eaters don't particularly have any reason to be angry, do they? <laughs> I mean, they cut, they, they get most of their nutrition from rocks and no one's really competing with them for it. They could just, you know, just find a big pile of rocks somewhere and just be happy. But no, no. They can't just be happy with their big pile of rocks. Nope, they have to fight me. Alright, here's the stone eaters. Once the final stone eater. And that finishes off all 17 clearable areas. Okay. So all that remains is to fit now. Something to find out. Where, oh, where? What does using those copper, those copper squares do? Something to do with pipes, so it's probably water. Maybe something to do with the fountain, perhaps? So I use the three copper squares on the plate. You carefully place the three copper squares into the depression set into the pipe, affixed to the into the plate, fixed to the top of the pipe. Please continue. Hundred and twenty-eight experience to general. Now this is something you only have to do once, which is a relief, really, because it's a bit fiddly. All, th all three of the copper squares now in place in the impression set into the plate atop the pipe. Suddenly, a low rumble far off and muffled reaches her ears. The sound draws closer and becomes more clear. It is soon joined by a chorus of groans and creaks. The large copper pipe shudders, and only a moment later, a fast and steady flow of clear, sparkling water erupts from the end of the ancient conduit and spills directly into a dark hole in the earth. After nearly a millennial dormancy, the water that once sustained life in Tarn again flows. Yay! Yeah, a steady flow of clear, shimmering water emptied out of the pipe and pours into the hole. So I can... Now, let's just see how that fountain's doing. Okay. Standing in the centre of the debris-filled triangle is an ornate fountain. The masterfully carved likeness of winged dragons and care carefully winged dragons and crescent moons adorn the sides of the mountain's broad and deep basin. Rising out of the middle of the dry basin is a tall sprout fashioned into a form of a curved serpent's neck. Cool, shimmering water flows out of the serpent's open moor, splashing into the basin below. 
Hmm, there's an item I can use. Shimmering. What have I got that's shimmering? Hmm. Shimmering silver mace, perhaps? Let's just see what happens if I use that. You carefully submerge your shimmering silver mace into the water collecting in the base of the fountain. The water shimmers brightly for several moments. You remove your weapon from the basin and look it over carefully. Certainly it has somehow been changed. Now let's have a look at our shimmering silver mace then. Now it now it has twenty-four Milo plus Milo waiting and plus five stanima. That's two extra Milo waiting and one extra stanima points. So if I equip it now, I have 174 MR. Yep. So that's definitely, that's the main reason I went here, actually. So head back north, but also you can drink from the fountain the moment you swallow a mouthful the cool shimmery water collecting in the fountain's basin. You feel refreshed and restored. So yeah, that, that means you can now heal in the eastern edge of the city or the western edge of the city, which makes everything a lot easier. Now, if I still had I could cause death stuff, uh, I wouldn't be able to heal because I'd have just shoved evil into them. And that would totally ruin the fountain, is what I've heard. So, yeah. <laughs> now, back to, the, back to the library. Examine the chest. Three keyholes. Angle copper keys. Use them. You carefully insert all three of your angled keys into the hole set into the lock plate. The moment the third key is turned, the glow that envelops the chest rapidly fades and the lid springs open, revealing the strange item that's long lay hidden at the bottom of the stone box. You peer into an open chest and find yourself staring down at a large copper gear, sharp triangular teeth make up the perimeter of this of the curious heavy object realizing the gear may be of importance and i think i know where you pick it up and decide to take it with you large copper gear view this large copper gear of 17 triangular teeth must certainly be part of some complex device as you step back from the chest, your hands still gripping the last copper gear, you note with surprise the three keys you used to open the chest are gone. Yep, so next time I go through Tarn, I've got to get them again. And admittedly, I could just wash off to those three... I could just wash to get those three... Those three... Those three keys... Push back... Get three keys, bash the spider, get the gear, and be gone. But that would give very small rewards. With the gear stowed away carefully 
among Shiburong and she once again prepare to resume your exploration. Okay, now we're nearly done. For this time, anyway. I will be back, because amongst other things, I've got to, I've got to figure out, I've got to get that arch. I've got to figure out the puzzle of that arch. And I know that the more you explore Tarn, the more secrets you uncover. To the west, you can see a three-tiered stone building. Examine a large stone wheel. Use the large copper gear. 32 XP to general. You retrieve the large copper gear from amongst your belongings and fit it carefully onto the spindle. It drops perfectly into place, its sharp triangular teeth meshing with those surrounding gears. You're certain you can now spin the wheel. Okay, attempt. The large copper gear you've recovered from the stone chest rests snugly on its spindle amidst its other triangular tooth brethren. We're certain you could now spin the wheel if you wanted to. And I do, and I will, I shall spin the wheel. You grip, you grip the edge of the wheel, prepared to give the lengthy stone disc a definitive spin. Please note, Spinning the wheel will end your exploration of the ruined city. If you haven't spin it, finished exploring Tarn, you should not spin it just yet. Well, I don't think there's anything left for me to do this time. I mean, maybe I could wander about for a bit longer and hope maybe some more Hargrims go at me, but that's not that's no fun. Spin the wheel! You grip the edge of the wheel and give the thick stone disc a dental spin. A low hum fills the air as the wheel resolves tightly atop its base, sending into motion the complex web of copper gearing beneath its bulk. The sound of crackling energy rises into the air. You turn to find the iron grate set into the west wall is now crawling with tines of golden energy. With the brilliant radiance of, of the rising energy dazzling your eyes, you're about to turn away when you catch sight of something on the other side of the iron grate. Suddenly, your eyes, your eyes, you find your eyes fixed on the frail robed figure standing on on the other side of the energized grate. The shadowy being raises his cowled head to reveal the sunken, drawn face of a middle-aged man. Unable to look away from the piercing gaze of the man standing behind the grate, you carefully study his hideous, leering face. Despite the deathly pallor of his torn, stretched skin, you are certain that the ghoulish figure staring at you through the crossed iron bars is still among the living. Whew. Living for a thousand years. Did, did, did he mess with shadow magic? Yeah, that, that would explain a lot. If he messed with shadow magic, then... Well, now the shadows cast him. <laughs> or something like that. And that, that would explain the whole revolution. Him getting crazy powerful. Yeah, Could be shadow magic. You're suddenly reminded of the warning issued to you by the phantasmal being 
counter on the streets outside. Based on what? The faint image of the sorcerer related to you. You're all but certain the man standing just beyond the grate is the Tarn Hearn himself. Suddenly, the woad man dons his cowl and turns away from the grate, silently, as if his, as his, as if his feet hardly touched the ground on which they tread. He recedes along the gloomy passage that slopes down into darkness. To only a few moments, he has disappeared from sight. A strange sensation begins to calm up to come over you as the spinning wheel slows and then silently comes to a stop. Your vision blows and the sounds around you become muffled and then disappear altogether as the sensation intensified. In an effort to combat your glowing disorientation, you close your eyes tightly. Your eyes suddenly spring open at almost the exactly the mo- Exactly the moment the sounds of the world once again rush in to fill your ears. You both startled and relieved to find yourself standing just outside the tall, crumbling arch through which you entered the ruined city. Well done, Soup. Your successful and complete exploration of the upper reaches of Tarn has prepared the way for you to soon explore the lower regions of the ruined city. You will be able to venture into the unknown depths of Lower Tarn as part of this replayable scenario. Well, I guess I will be back because I definitely want to see what's hiding down there. 768 experience to general. 192 experience to all skills and powers. 1,088 experience to general. You've been awarded a total of two and where, of two where and valuable battle markers. Be sure to save your game right away. And two battle markers. Thankful to have explored the ruins of Tarn and lived to, te- lived to tell about it. Take a few moments to check over equipment for get before and get your bags before turning. And setting off on your way. You take one last look at the wounds of time before turning turning away and preparing to set off again on your way. Alright, I'm going to visit the sheltered co- ho- hollow. So I have to wait 180 minutes for whatever crazy magic that would that keeps filling this city up with monsters make some new monsters or call some new monsters or draws or draws more monsters out of monster storage or just revives them maybe who knows anyway it will take a it takes 180 minutes or three hours for the city to be ready to visit again so in a good day if you plan things right, you can visit Tarn several times. And even on a relatively short play session, you could probably do it twice. Uh, and you have to do it quite a few times to uncover everything. But I don't... The next... 
The next time I visit Tarn, I won't be recording the whole adventure. I'll just, whenever something new turns up, I'll just record the new things. And when I've got enough for an episode, I'll put it out. When we get down to the lower level, that will be its own episode. Be a shorter episode because the lower level isn't as big as the upper level. But until then, I'm not quite sure what we'll be doing next time. I'll just have a look. I'll look around and try to find something, something fun for next time. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Oh yes, there's one thing I forgot. I got that. I got that unidentified wing. Let's go identify that right now. With the skill of Arcania. Uh, yeah. And use... Using your skill of Arcania, you look through the items you're carrying to identify any that are currently unidentified. It's the Band of Gul'jasa. 16 XP to Arcania. What's this, what's this wing like? That'd be pretty good. It's let's have a look, look, looky, looky, look, look, look at the wing, look at the wing. All right, it's five milo waiting and five cinema points. This is the stone winged wing wing you found after defeating the wing, defeating the black wing demoness in the wood of Tarn. It is one of the legendary wings that once adorned the fingers of, of Gorgia, a powerful demon lord whose dark realm exists in the blackest depths of the Neverness. You're not certain it would be a good idea to wear this wing. Now, admittedly, the thing is, this wing has been in the game for years now, and nothing bad has ever happened from anyone wearing it. Admittedly, he could, the GM, could theoretically program a bad thing in uh, right now, but <laughs> I don't think he could just spring that on us, would he? I mean, we have been warned. Anyway, now, now I'm even more powerful with my, um, with my MR of 1. Of 175, my SP of 191, and my NV of 46. And that, that, that finishes that. Let's save again. It's a bit slow because I'm busy uploading the podcast I just saw. So, yep, and, and that is that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.